Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Merry Christmas to one and all. Grant and Danny here on The Fan. No GP, just me. Danny hey with you. For the duration till 6.30 tonight, Darius Stammerin, Ryan Clary, production, GP, taking some well-deserved time off for the holidays. We got a good show for you. Sometimes when people say that, they're just saying that to say that. I fully acknowledge that as a thing. This really is a good one. My guy, your guy, the people's punter, Tressler Way, put some respect on his name. That's a pro bowler to you. That's Tress Way joins us at 3.00. We tried to book Jeremy Reeves. It's like trying to book the Pope, apparently. Really cool story. It was awesome. If you haven't seen it, see it. And if you know what I'm talking about, you already know. Because there was a severe weather system in my eyes last night. There was a storm front. Doug Cameron, with his incredibly handsome face and muscles, was on television with his perfectly coiffed hair and his professional-grade good looks. Okay, guys, watch out for this. Look at Danny's eyes. Right now, there's a lot of moisture there, 99% chance of moisture. We don't need Ryan Clary for this one. There's a ton of water coming out of his face. The Jeremy Reeves, man. The Jeremy Reeves video. Yes, Commanders. Yes. Yes. I don't like using the name Commanders. I think it's dumb. It's In fact, it's grown on me in a negative way, mostly because of this trolling Commander Danny thing that everyone seems to think is hilarious. I got to get Grant back somehow. I don't know if it's going to be the big fellow that sticks. I don't know if it's Mr. Mayor. I don't know if it's King George Hall of Famer. I don't know what it is, but something. Where you guys are going to do that to me, I got to do something back to him. But anyway, he's not here. Well, we got a good show for you. Uh, Tisha Thompson's going to join us at 2.30. She wrote another outstanding story. Uh, This one doesn't make the the Washington group look as good. Uh, There are some questions that need to be asked when it comes to the charitable organization. They're a little bit fast and loose uh, with how they've done things. The kindest interpretation that one could offer is they have some unnecessarily complicated accounting practices. And there are some unclear and confusing methodologies. That's the kindest it could be. As my, I'm using my layperson's understanding and viewing uh, of that story. We'll talk about that with her in about 20 minutes here. Um, But got to start again with this video. Actually, you know what? I got to start with something else. I apologize. One, I was going to issue an apology. I'll do that at 345 today. There are some people I need to say I'm sorry to, and I'm totally serious about this. I have a legitimate apology I need to make. I will do that at 345. We're normally winning off the field. I'll share how I'm not winning off the field, and you guys can pick me up here. Oh, that's You know what? That's smart. That's Friday. This is a double play situation. Never mind. I postponed that. Speaking of postponing, normally the last show before the holidays that I always do, we do two things. 
we do the best Christmas gift you've ever gotten, best holiday gift you've ever gotten, and my impersonation request segment. We were going to do that today because tomorrow's a football Friday. The team plays Saturday. We were like, that's a little bit too hectic. But we said, you know what? There's enough news today that we're not going to do that today. We will squeeze it in tomorrow, both of those things, because uh, we've got plenty of stuff to talk about here. Ben Standing is going to join us at 6 p.m. as well. So we've got a packed show for you. So I'm going to start here super quick, and then we'll move on to regular topics, I promise you. You all know our wonderful young producer, Ryan Clary. He is a sweetheart. He's adorable. He is a great sport. Darius, he has music that we play uh, when it's his time to explain something. Now might be a great time to play that. That's Ryan Clary's music. He's making the way down to the ring. This match is scheduled for one fall for the Intercontinental Belt. Ben Stanick of The Athletic, who will come on at 6 p.m., uh, wrote a really good story in The Athletic about uh, quarterback Washington, you know, that old chestnut. And he's got a bunch of rival executives that he's on that he got on the record, anonymously, of course, because you can't talk about other people's teams, about Washington's QB situation. Really good piece, right? So we're going to have him on the talk about that, then the game, a lot of birds, one stone. I said, hey, Ryan, Ben wrote this story. Can you reach out to him and see if you can book him? Ryan did so. And Ben responded how? Ryan, how did Ben respond to you? Uh, ben responded with a gif. A gif. And that gif consists of a guy with a mustache, kind of like that old curly mustache with mm-hmm. the cowboy hat yep. on, with a little bit of a goatee. Yep. And it is, I'm your Huckleberry. Now, you're listening to this show. First of all, thank you. You hear, you heard Ryan's description, the mustache, the tiny bit of a patch on, uh, on the chin, and the words, I'm your Huckleberry. Every single one of you knows exactly who he's talking about now, right? We're all on the same page, aren't we? Yes? Okay. So I said, you know what might be funny is you can respond to Ben in the following way. You could tell him that actually the parlance of the time in the Southwest United States or in that point of history was people called funeral palm bearers huckleberries. That was just something that you did. You could respond to him that he was actually being very uh, appropriate and it wasn't just something he coined. It was actually historically accurate. That's a really neat little factoid that I saw somewhere. And Ryan says, and I quote, yeah, I've never read the book. And, and we were kind of, wait, what? So Ryan, if you don't mind, take it from there. You said, quote, I've never read the book. Yes. Then what happened? Then you, you looked at me in a weird way. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a way to where you're like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, and then I explained. I'm like, well, I've, I've never read the book Huckleberry Finn. You see, the that's the central issue. Because the character that says, I'm your Huckleberry, that's what Huckleberry Finn's about. And Ryan cut to the chase of it. Everybody with me so far? Now there's confusion. So I said to Ryan, before I understood what he was talking about, I said, the book of Tombstone? And you responded how? I've never read the book Huckleberry Finn. Right. What is Tombstone? See? You see the impasse. You see the problem I'm having. I swear to you I wanted to start the show. I wanted to just do the thing on the show when we got Tisha Thompson coming up. I just couldn't get past it. Darius was doing something else. So then I go, Darius, tell me you heard that. And he goes, no, I'm sorry I wasn't listening. I hate you, Danny. You're stupid and you need too much attention. He added that with his eyes, not with his mouth. 
And I kind of went, okay, you're still mad about the Christmas episode yesterday where the gift was actually addressed to my dad. And it, I explained that. It's not my fault. You still got the gift. It should be fine. And he's still, still upset about it with me. He didn't hear it. So I had to explain it to him. And then he said, oh, my God. So, Ryan, what movie do you think that's a gift from? Well, I mean, at first I thought there was a Huckleberry Finn movie. And yeah. this was from the Huckleberry Finn movie. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when he goes, I'm your Huckleberry. Well, I just thought it That's was like Huckleberry the climax Finn. of the movie where you go, where he goes, I'm your Huckleberry. And, exactly. like, and then the credits roll. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's like, it. I thought that was it. And I, I just didn't think anything of it. Gotcha. Uh, I will be in during the commercial break to properly explain what that is. But that gave us all a bit of a rise. That was a bit of a hoot there we had before the program. Uh, I got to start with this with this video that uh, the commanders put out yesterday. And we got some Chase Young news that we'll get into here in a moment. This was one of the best things this organization has done in some time. If you haven't seen it, uh, you can go to my Twitter account, at Funny Danny, on the Twitterverse, but it's also everywhere. You can go to the commander's site uh, uh, on Twitter as well. I, I don't care who gets the credit. I just want it out there. This little video they did, they had Ron Rivera individually break the news to each player that's been named to the Pro Bowl. So you get guys like Jonathan Allen and Terry McLaurin who are obviously Pro Bowlers. They know, right? So when John Allen comes in, he's you know just so huge and makes eye contact and he's awesome. Allen's basically like, yeah, I had a feeling. No, I appreciate it. I'm really excited. Terry McLaurin says, oh, that's what's up. That's awesome. That's great. Like he's pumped, right? He's getting the recognition because he's always been fighting uphill a little bit. His story, you know, breaking out at Ohio State, his recruiting story is unbelievable. He's always been a guy that's had to grind and prove it a little bit at each level to get that proper respect. But their reactions are really, really good. Tress Way, who goes first, who will join us at 3 p.m., by the way. Ron deeks him a little bit. Ron does that head down, rub your forehead like your boss has bad news. Pause moment. It's like, I just got to tell you. You made the Pro Bowl. And Tress is like, oh, dude, oh, 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 like prank show type stuff. And then there are follow-up questions. I'm getting misty thinking about it. He tells him that Jeremy Reeves made it. Tress weighs happier that Jeremy Reeves made it. Tara McLaurin is happier that Jeremy Reeves made it than he made it. Tress asks Ron Rivera... If he can be in the room, if he could be in the room when he tells Jeremy Reeves the news. Jeremy Reeves comes in. I, I'm telling you guys, I'm getting I'm getting the Misty Mountain song by Led Zeppelin thinking about it. Jeremy Reeves, who has been cut and signed and cut and signed and signed and cut and re-signed and cut and signed and cut and signed and cut. He's had more transactions than one of those little square things that you get at a coffee shop. Ron Rivera tells him he's made the Pro Bowl and Jeremy Reeves just starts bawling because of that journey. Because what he did is he embraced and dominated in his role. It's not the role that everybody wants to be. It's not what you signed up for. You didn't sign up to be the best special teams player. You want to play safety. You want to be an every down guy. You want to do this. You want to be in, you know, you know, in on every play. But instead, to make the best 53, that included Jeremy Reeves dominating in his role, and he embraced it. 
He ran with it, and he became one of the best special teams players in the sport, period, end of story. And his journey from undrafted, unwanted, cut a million times, to pro bowler is awesome. It's awesome. And he breaks down. You got Ron Rivera grabbing his shoulder, giving him a rub, telling him you earned it, young man. Oh! An onion-heavy dish right in front of me. Just absolutely bawling. My wife's like, what's the matter with you? I was like, what's the matter with you? Sorry, I didn't mean that. Jeremy Reeves. I explained the story. Start the video again. She's crying. Now my four-year-old sees her crying, so he starts crying. He doesn't even know why. Everybody's crying. The, oh, the whole thing is just so splendid. I want to give them yeses, kudos, is, 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 if that's even a thing. I thought that was the coolest thing that I have seen. There's no topic here. There's no, like, give us a call. What you think of? Well, give us a call. Are they ready for sad Fred? Should they be doing that? None of that crap. This was so great. Every once in a while, they stub their toe into something great, and they deserve credit when it's great. All you people. What do you mean, you people? All you people. That think all we do is pile, pile on them and look for the negative. Hear me. This is not negative. This is positive. This is wonderful. When they do something wonderful, I say so. This is credit. This was so great. Everything about this video was awesome. I watched it. I forwarded it. I was annoying to people about, like, have you watched it yet? Have you seen this? They're like, dude, it's 11 o'clock at night. I don't care what time it is. Watch this. This is one of the best things they've ever put out. Whoever's in charge of that, I don't know who it is. I don't know who. I'd like to find out because I want to tell them great job. I don't know if it's Jason Wright production. I don't know if it's some like third party that they're like, we also do videos and slick, glossy websites. I don't care who it is. Whoever made this rules. This was great by Rivera. Well done, Jeremy Reeves. Well done, Tressler. Just kicking nukes inside the 20. Please and thank you. Well done, headliners like Jonathan Allen, Tara McLaurin. Go get it. They're going to be a couple more Pro Bowlers, I think, as guys start to either drop out or their teams have success, et cetera. I think Deron Payne's going to end up there. Hopefully Cam Curl gets the credit he deserves as a great player. But that was just so wonderful and so fantastic. Yes. So hooray for that. Here's where we're going to start the show, though, in a moment. I want you guys to be involved as well at 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. You, too, can be our Huckleberry. You know from Huckleberry Finn. When you give us a call and you talk to Ryan. By the way, you'll talk to Ryan first. If you'd like to share a thought or two about, I'm your Huckleberry, to Ryan, before you talk to me, you're more than welcome to do so. You're more than welcome to do so at 800-636-1067. Here's where we're starting the show. Ron Rivera said that Chase Young is going to play. He said that Chase Young is going to play. No more leaked report to Ian Rappaport. No more Adam Schefter. What I'm hearing is that there is a distinct possibility that this is the week. None of that, right? This is Ron Rivera up at the podium. He said so. Chase Young's plan. I have some thoughts. I'll share those in a moment. But the simple question is this, at 800-636-1067, what are your expectations? What are your expectations for Chase Young this weekend? We're hearing pitch count, whether it's 10 to 15 snaps, whatever that means, maybe more, we'll see how he feels, et cetera. What do you expect from the 2020 number two overall pick? 
a guy that we've been waiting on for months. Seems to be he's going to make his debut this weekend. What are your expectations? I got some thoughts. I'll share those, but I want to hear from you guys as well. 800-636-1067. We'll also have uh, Tisha Thompson will join us here next uh, in a few moments. But want to hear from you guys. We'll talk to Tisha as well about her story uh, on ESPN.com. That's next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Grant and Danny here on The Fan. Just Danny Ruye with you solo till 6.30 tonight. We'll take some calls on the expectations for Chase Young this weekend. Ron Rivera announced that he was going to play, be on a snap count, probably 10 to 15 snaps. That is TBD. We will do that. Byron Tressway joins us at 3 o'clock, but first... Let's jump right now to the best, the bet. I'm sure it's the best QL. I could talk for a living. The BetQL guest hotline. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Friend, ESPN reporter, Mrs. Tisha Thompson joins us. Darius, could you punch her up? It's not working for me when I do that. Tisha, and she dropped all together. We're on fire! We're on fire. Here we go. We'll grab Tisha back here in a second. But she wrote a great piece, investigative reporting, uh, as is her want, on ESPN.com about the Washington Commanders Charitable Foundation and some accounting practices that we kind of have to, well, forgive my pun here, but account for. Some very strange bits of behavior. It's heady stuff. It's It's a lot of numbers. She went through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of requests, fruit of information, all that other kind of stuff. We got Tisha on the line. I am here. Tisha, hi. How are you? It's our first day. Uh, we're, we're, we got a little bit nervous. Like, the guest is huge, so we all of a sudden couldn't, like, push the right button, et cetera. Thanks for joining us. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to you. So so let's start here uh, with this story. There's a lot of info here. Uh, analysis of Commander's Charity raises questions from watchdog groups. What did you go through, and what did you find? Well, I think it really helps to go back to why I even started. I was listening to the radio. I was listening to some sports hosts talk about the check that bounced from the 50-50 raffle. And I, just like everybody else, was like, holy cow, how does that happen? And I remember, it might have been your show, Danny. I remember there was a conversation about, well, did they, did they have enough money in the bank? Could they possibly not have enough money in the bank? 
And I said, well, let me go figure that out because I know how to do that. Um, and I started to look at what are called 990 forms. There are a lot of people in D.C. who work in the nonprofit sector right, and are yeah. probably very familiar with it, right? These 990 forms are essentially the financial reports that every nonprofit charity foundation has to turn into the IRS every year saying this is how much money we got, this is how we spent it, and this is how much money we gave away because as a nonprofit, that's what you're supposed to do is give away the money you get and not make money. Mm -hmm. um, that's a very simple definition, but generally speaking, right? So I began to look at the 990s for, for the Washington Commanders Charitable Foundation, which is the public charity. And when I say public charity, that means it, it receives donations from fans and the public upwards of 75% or more, depending on the year. Um, and as a result, uh, watchdog organizations would tell you should be under public scrutiny because they're using public dollars. And I began to look at those forms and I started to see things that prompted a lot of questions from me. Um, and the story that we published today is essentially a list of my questions and why two independent watchdog organizations, which are nonprofits themselves, but specialize in really keeping a sharp eye on foundations and charities, say that there's enough red flags that the attorneys general in Virginia and Maryland, where the team does business, should should take a look. So there, there are a number of things that jump out in your story, Tish, and it's it's well done as as one would expect. It's a dense read. I know it. I know it. I know it's a hard read because it's got a lot of numbers in it. No, totally. But it's it was a nice adult swim this morning. You know, my kids were screaming, <laughs> and I was like, you know, Daddy's reading about nine uh, nineties right now. Pipe down. the 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 things that immediately jump out where you'd go at a minimum, this is dizzying. At a minimum, this is confusing and unorth unorthodox. The Giving to companies that are owned by Dan Snyder, then not disclosing those sorts of things. I, I guess each individual moment was explained away, or some of them were, by, by a team spokesman. But it's just, I, I don't know how to say it better than that, Atisha. You just kind of go, why would anyone do it that way? It just seems confusing, right? And, and less clean and simple, which is usually the goal of transparency there. I mean, a, a good example of what you're referring to is as I was going through the documents, and anybody can pull up these 990s. You can go through them yourself. You just have to Google 990 and then you search Washington Commander's Charitable Foundation. Um, I was going through the 990 and I can't remember exactly which page is on, but it's like two dozen pages in. There's a section called liabilities and under liabilities, the 990 says that the foundation uh, owes money to a group called WFI Group Incorporated. And you know, I don't know for the average fan if they would know what WFI group is, but for people like me who report on the team, I knew that that was a, I knew that that was connected to Dan Snyder, but even I had to go look it up again. Long story short, WFI group is the holding company for pro football incorporated, which is the, which is the name of the team. It does business as the Washington commanders, but it, it's, its name is pro football incorporated. And then there's this, WFI group and Dan Snyder owns WFI group. So the foundation is giving, um, uh, you know, more than $200,000 some year to a company owned by Dan Snyder. And I wanted to know why. And I encourage people to read the story so that you can see what the team says back in return. Um, because, you know, I don't, I don't want to try to paraphrase their statements back to me, but they, you know, essentially they're like, look, 
This is money that the foundation owes to the team because the team does services for the foundation throughout the year. Tisha Thompson with us here on G&D. Um, Tisha, I, I have a long ago, uh, I had a, a job in non, a nonprofit in D.C. So you actually know what a 990 is. Absolutely. Now, they didn't let me near that thing, um, <laughs> understandably, because they're like, this is an official document. You go color on the corner. But I, there was a, a week where a board member stepped down, and yeah. everything had to come to a halt until they replaced that board member. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The reason yeah, I bring I that. that the reason I bring that up is because there couldn't be a single moment that went by where any deci- like even like what Xerox paper we used, even what stamps we were using, <laughs> nothing mm-hmm. could be done until a full and complete board with all the different voices and everybody representing the donations and the different dollars, whether they be corporate or individual, et cetera, was properly represented, vetted, and done. This stands in stark contrast to the one person board member. Uh, exactly. And I'd love you to for, I'd love for you to go into that and just explain how unusual that is and how frowned upon that is. So let me let me give you sort of the scope of how the other teams do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do a survey. I went into the 990s for all of the teams Ooh. to try to figure out if they, if the way Washington does it is different or if it falls in line with the others. And about two thirds of the teams have what's called a public charity, similar to Washington. The other third are private family foundations where like the owner is using his private fortune and and giving it to causes. Um, There's less public scrutiny there because it's the owner's money. And I'm speaking very generally, it's the owner's money. They can do whatever they want with it. Mm -hmm. But the public charities, they um, there's a lot more public scrutiny because it's the public's money. So the two nonprofit independent watchdogs that we spoke to both said independent of each other that at a bare minimum you should have five members on your board and they should have what's called a a diverse voices meaning that they shouldn't all work for the same person and they should come from different parts of the community and starting in the pandemic around the pandemic Tanya Snyder becomes the president of the board and the only member of the board which means she has the sole voting power, according to the 990, right? I'm quoting what they're telling us in the 990. She has the sole voting power for the decisions that get made. And so for the two watchdog organizations, this is a very big red flag because there's no oversight, they say. There's, you know, she can essentially do whatever she wants because she's the only voting member. Um, is, this is also at the same time that she and she becomes president of the board and has no other members of the board. And then she takes over the operations of the team as part of the Beth Wilkinson report that same year. So she is ostensibly running the team as the co-CEO and is running the foundation with no other trustees. And the mission of the charity begins to uh, change. Yep. The, the team says to us in a statement that we began to give to other causes. And there were social, you know, there's social justice causes, there's breast cancer causes, there's other causes. But the mission of the charity on the website and the mission of the charity in the government filings is to help the children who need it the most, K through 12, in our region. 
And when you look at where some of the money went, it was going to organizations that didn't deal with children or are not based in the DMV, the region. And again, I encourage folks to see what the team says back to us in the story about that. But the, the independent watchdogs say this is why you need a board of more than just one person and at least five different people. Because while wild breast cancer charities are a good cause, of course, some, you know, some people feel really strongly like breast cancer is something you should give to. Right. Tanya Snyder is a breast cancer survivor. So, of course. But the, but the issue is that's not the mission of this charity. And if you had independent voices and had people who might say, well, let's give the money to the children of Prince George's County like we used to. They used to give $300,000, $400,000 a year to Prince George's County schools, public schools. Now, I do want to say that the team says, Jean Medina, the spokeswoman for the team, says that in April, four new members of the board uh, were elected. One has since left. That's Greg Rush, who left um, when he left the team. The remaining members all work for the team, including Jason Wright. So, or I'm sorry, the executive director mm-hmm. works for the foundation. So these are people who all work for Tanya Snyder. And that's still concerning for the independent watchdogs because there's not what they call a diversity of voices. Tisha, last one for you before I let you jump. I know you're super busy. Um, the one thing that another flag that, that gets raised is I'm just sort of reading through the story is an expense was listed as a donation. Expenses mm-hmm. are normal, right? Like, again, at our nonprofit, we had to pay for some of the do our website, someone to do our our exactly. database and management and a bunch of other stuff. That's normal. That's the cost of doing business, even as you're helping people. And sometimes, you know, they get too bloated and, and you want to cut some expenses. That's neither here nor there. A don- an expense was listed as a donation. And that kind of makes you ask some questions there. Explain that if you would. So I went through, as you can tell, I went through where they're giving their money away. And they gave $300,000 one year to Prince George's County Public Schools. When Tanya Snyder takes over, I go through the list. It's much shorter. It is during the pandemic. People were not donating as much money. They weren't having games, right? So the numbers aren't as big. And there's not as many people listed. But one of the donations was $6,000 to a marketing and brand agency. And when I asked about that, the team spokesperson eventually says that was an error, that that was an expense to pay for what's called um, their impact statement. It's, if you go to the website, you'll see this beautiful, uh, you know, 30, 40 page document that you can flip through that shows all these pictures and all the good causes that they're giving money away to. And that that impact statement was made by this organization, this for-profit company that's listed as a donation. It's only $6,000, and that's not a lot of money. The concern for the watchdog organizations is that things like that would inflate the ultimate amount of money that the charity is claiming to have given away. And the charity is claiming on its website that it gave, it's given away $31 million dollars since 2000 when the Snyders took over the team. The, the government filings, however, say it's $20 million. Well, that's $11 million difference. So which is the right number? The team says it's the number on our website. The government filings just haven't been updated. Well, the, again, the watchdog organizations are like, but these are government filings. Why are those numbers not correct? 
Tisha, you are the absolute best. Thank you so much for joining us here on short notice. Great job. Great story as usual. And have a great holiday, okay? And I hope everybody has a very happy Hanukkah and a really Merry Christmas. And thank you for having me. I, as I said, I know this is dense stuff, but I think it's important for people to always know who they're giving their money to. I 100% agree with you. There, there she goes. That is Tisha Thompson. You throw her on hold there. It's awkward. I said goodbye, and then like I can't put her on hold in there. We got that. All right. Uh, Trustway joins us at 3. We've got a Chase Young segment for you guys. What do you expect this weekend? We'll do that next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Um, good. Uh, a lot of positive things. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's now, I mean, he's, he, he felt really good this week. I think again, seeing Dr. Andrews probably was the last final thing that he just, just to get him over the hump. And he's, he practiced with confidence. He showed us he was willing to stick that leg in the ground and roll off of it, uh, plant it and cut off of it. So he's, um, he had a good week. So we're pretty excited about that. Somebody was typing so hard. I know I'm a weirdo, but it's all I can hear. Ron Rivera talking about Chase Young. Welcome back to the show. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks again to Tisha Thompson. I like, don't you guys hear that? The typing where someone's like, it's it's not just like typing, it's like this, this passion typing. Like a stenographer typing. Well, I, I guess it was it was right after he said Chase is starting. So, so it's, it had to be up, up, yeah, up, 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 yeah. Just somebody was just ready to get their story or their tweet in real quick. <laughs> Oh, it cracks me up. Uh, welcome back. Got a couple minutes here. I want to do this because Tressway, Pro Bowler Tressway, thank you very much, is going to join us. Question is simple. Appreciate you guys have been on hold for a little bit. Expectations for Chase Young this weekend. Charles and Greenbelt, get us started. What are your expectations? All right, there, she got to punch him up. I don't know. I, it's something about me. The button doesn't work. Line one. Charles, what's up, bud? What's going on, babe? Hey, um, first, I need to say Ryan should be fired because <laughs> it's fireable, isn't it? that is the best. Tombstone is the best all-time movie ever. So, oh, it is just great. He should, he should just be flogged <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> but, Can we still do floggings? Yeah. What's the rule on that? 
But for me, Chase Young is the elf on the shelf. So he doesn't uh, – we've been going through this for about a month. Until he does something, I don't really have anything to say from about him. He, and he, I think he's, it's going to be minimal. And if he does more, I will apologize. Yeah, that's that's how I'm approaching it. I appreciate that. Well, I hung up on him. That worked. All right, let me try to actually get someone on the line here. Dan at Fairfax. Did that worked. I did that? Hey, look at me, radio. Dan, what's up, pal? Danny, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, you and your family and everybody there at the station. You too, brother. Uh, I think Chase is going to get a sack. They'll be high-fiving and flexing. It's going to give the defense a shot in the arm. But uh, one more thing. One more thing. This is Dan in Fairfax. Mm-hmm. I made the call because there's something I need to tell you all. Mm-hmm. I don't think he needs to take the fall, but Heineke needs to hold on to that ball. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the fans who went to that game. The way we played, it's a crying shame. I think the coaches need to take the blame. Defense is supposed to be our claim to fame. They didn't play well, and I'm thinking, what the hell? What new kind of tale are they going to tell? Will Dan Snyder decide to sell? And when is this team going to start to gel? So many questions in so little time. When we'll get to answers, somewhere down the line. And boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, he got the applause break. He got the applause break. Ralph in D.C., what are your expectations for Chase Young this week? Man, we need at least 20 plays. So 15 ain't enough. We need 20, and we can see where he at. That might help our defense. Defense been playing good all year. That might make our defense much better. Appreciate you, dude. It's it's so hard to balance the needs, the goals, and the situation. If this team was, bear with me for a second, 3 and whatever, 3 and 11, does that math that up? Then, yeah, play them as much or little as you want. It's not about this year. It's about next year. You're in a playoff hunt. You're in a must-have. You're in an NFC game that you need, period. Now, it's an uphill climb. It's a really difficult test. I don't know many teams would be favored this coming weekend. But to balance that, to get him right versus what you need, I don't envy that position, but that's why those guys get paid a lot. Shane on line three. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, uh, Commander Danny? Hey, hey here's the thing. I expect nothing from him. Absolutely just look good in a uniform and then just get maybe 10 plays. Like, what kind of impact is he going to do on 10 plays? And if he goes into a strict, a, like a sack with a strip fumble. Like, I expect him to just wear, right there on the side of the, on the sideline looking good in a uniform. That's all I expect out of him. And honestly, that's all I expect the rest of the year. I'm actually surprised they're bringing him back, truly. Appreciate you, dude. I got a little conspiracy theory that I'm going to share with you guys later on in the program. It's one of those things that you guys are going to be mad at me. We'll do that in the 5 o'clock hour after we blitz the East. But I promise this, and when I make a promise, I deliver most of the time. Except for like Ryan's gift, which isn't here yet, or when I address uh, Darius's gift to my dad by accident. But this one I'm coming through on. Pro Bowl punter Tressway will join us at 3 o'clock. We've got a power pack first hour. We've got plenty more to do here. i got a story where I owe people apologies at 345. But Tressway, Mr. Punter, joins us next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 